listening to Peak One Sports. Cole James Rambo, that is Joey, that is Alexis. We just got finished watching UFC 291. We did our first Bungalow Fight Night Live. We announced the name of our new MMA podcast, which will be the Bungalow Fight Show, coming to you every Thursday. That's, that's what everybody voted for? Bungalow Fight Show. Well, where were you? Did you I miss did. that whole conversation? Remember, well, first of all, I was in EXO Jazz's. Jazz uh, oh, that's oh right. yeah, you were. Yeah. However, that's what we voted on, dude. I, I voted 12 to 6 every time. Oh, thank you, Joe. Yeah, but overwhelmingly, people that, voted for you, Bungalow you Fight You hold Show. a special place yeah, in my it heart. Was, it was a great name. I thought it was yeah. hilarious. It was great. Um, yeah, so you're, Joey's out of the loop. But yeah, so this is going to be <laughs> a little bit of an abbreviated show, probably, because we just did three hours live, basically, but we... Want to nail this one out for Monday? And if you guys tuned in, Joey doesn't want to come back on tomorrow. I'm just kidding. Uh, if you guys tuned in to the live, amazing. Thank you for yeah. Being thanks there. for tuning thanks. in. You know, um, we're gonna try to do that more often. That was a blast. I had a blast. We uh, had a good turnout. Got some new numbers up. Got the numbers up for the uh, for the suits, the yes. subscribers, the likes, the followers, everybody. Um. So yeah, this is. <laughs> <laughs> the Bungalow Sports Show. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Brought to you by Betalytics. Brought to you by League Swipe. Promo um, code PEAK1. As always. 25% off for Betalytics. Hell yeah. Go uh, go get in the mix. We just bet some money. Some people won. Yeah. Don't bet with your gut. Some people didn't. <laughs> Use them Betalytics. I'm one of the folks who didn't win. Uh, unless you... Unless you bet only MMA then listen to us yeah yeah right tune into uh the the bungalow fight show right well I guess since we're right off the bat we might as well get in and recap what we just watched um it was a great fight card I thought Th- it was pretty there good. was one stinker which was Alex Pahea versus Jan Blahovich. that was a stinker of a fight uh but I, the outcome was just positive for my parlay. Hashtag, just one. Uh, hashtag bad there, judging. Just whispering in his ear. Right. But uh, Justin Gaethje wins the main event by head kick knockout. Um, that was intense. Dude, like, literally, I thought Justin Gaethje would only win that by decision. I don't. I did not expect that. I expected it to just be a back and forth war. Yeah, and it was. And, and it was somebody, but, it, there, but there I was, was expecting it to go kick. into the fourth round, yeah. and one of them gets TKO'd or something like that, bloodied up, and just somebody. But so does Gaethje now become number two, and Poirier is now number three? Well, I mean, technically, uh, yeah, yeah. but right? yeah. I mean, it's up to the whoever votes on that bullshit. But he's gonna go up against fucking Charles Oliveira or fucking Makachev, Makachev so, so it like, doesn't matter anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't and, know. Not a lot to say about it. It was a good card. Any of those guys versus Makachev. Not not Oliveira, but Makachev. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a good fight. Tony yeah. Ferguson went to sleep. Tony oh, Ferguson went to sleep in a brutal chokeout. That sh- they should have stopped that when his feet started flailing. Like yeah, they, they 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 picked him up, brought him to bed, went. Pulled the covers over and put the pillow over his face. Like right. it was how horrible. Could you, how could you be? Part of the team, well, he's not with them anymore. But like, you're part of Ten Planet Jiu Jitsu. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Th- like, literally, this the 
the successors after the Gracie. Yeah. Right. Right. You have this insane rubber guard, and you, you get have, choked out with an and arm you get triangle. choked out with the arm triangle, like base, like against Bobby I, against Bobby Bobby Green, Green who's not even well, I mean, then, he might then, be like sorry. maybe a green belt, no, or like a blue belt, purple belt, maybe. And then before that, and then before that, to not only Wait, lose to that, but then just get Bobby Green is a green belt, <laughs> but not, just, not a green just belt, to get, but like, like purple belt. That's and what I was talking about. He had him on the ground, and he's just every like you said, every hammer fist that he threw he landed connected to his face every yeah. single time. Like Tony ate every shot that was yeah. Thrown Tony at him. Tony needs to hang him up if that's his prime. He said earlier yeah. this week that he's he's in his prime. And <laughs> yeah, they, five and fights in the title. Dude, fuck coming that, out bro. into the first, he looked really great, and then took an eye poke. And it changed the whole complexion of the whole fight. Everything. So, um, we uh, Derek Lewis and his six pack big knockout. Oh yeah. fuck yeah, dude! That was that was that the came out with the, the flying knee. Right that there. was the moment of the night, I think. Yeah, for for sure. uh, that was the highlight of the night for the live show was Derek Lewis's big knockout. Um, yeah, all good card all the way around. I hope you guys uh, tuned in. I hope you tune into our live broadcast. Uh, if not. You'll be able to catch it on replay on Peak One Sports, and you can sync it up to the replay of UFC 291. Yeah. Um, some other 291-related uh, stuff. Before the card this week, earlier this week, the Golden Snitch, Jeff Nowitzki, <clears throat> uh, honored Dustin Poirier for 75 clean USADA drug tests. Wow. That, that was it? Yeah, you th- I would have thought he'd been tested more over t- over the time, but yeah, that's I mean I mean good for you. Yeah, but it's also yeah. like it's a it's a weird world when we're giving out congratulations for passing drug tests. <laughs> like congratulations! I remember like yeah. there was there was a like social media post like maybe years back saying like uh, Holly Holm got tested like eighty like sixty five yeah. like close to that that number. Yeah, the, and a lot of the a lot of people uh, with good physiques oh, are getting, te- and, getting tested. And um, <laughs> Prohaska, right, as well. Well, like up in the here's in a the statistic for you for people who think that MMA is such a dirty sport when it comes to PEDs and things like that. Statistic, and I like that they use TJ Dillashaw as the picture on oh, this yeah. on this infographic. <laughs> One percent positive PED tests in nearly thirty thousand tests performed by USADA. Less than one percent of UFC athletes tested positive. Wow. What what's what's that actual number? Because like thirty thirty one percent of thirty thousand. Thirty thousand. So, so that would be three thousand. No. <laughs> no. No. Less be, than one percent. So that could be like maybe like four hundred, five hundred in in the hundreds range. Even in the thousands, that could be that way. This math cast. <laughs> What do you know, math? No, it's just laughing. You son of a no, bitch. You're like, uh, you know, math. Math, no, yeah, math yeah, but like 1% could be more it's math. in the 100 range. In yeah. the 100 range. Yeah, yeah. so um, it's not, it's, it ain't, it's probably one of the cleanest sports when you look at it, it like that. It is 300. 300. I, that was one of the numbers I said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good job. <laughs> took, a, took a second. That was definitely one of the yeah. numbers I said. I inflated it. I'll, I'll, you're I'll good. own that. No, you're good. It was I'll just funny that. to watch him like try to like up and dad. Um, oh, but uh, but PF, PFL would be like probably like oh yeah, that, like those are just UFC tests. That, that is not yeah. MMA across the board. The PFL is a juice factory. Yeah, um, they're melting piss cups all over the place. Fuck yeah. Um, what else did we have? We had Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence. Uh, same thing on Saturday night and. Uh, what was Ter- Terrence Crawford freaking ended it the in the, the, in the, the ninth, ninth round. round in the ninth round. And that's a 
you know, probably up there with like the anticipation of like a Pacquiao Mayweather fight. They're always, you know, that's like the MO yeah. of boxing is always you know, yeah. get these fights you want to see, talk about it for a decade. You yeah, know, and then finally happen. happen when it's too late. You know what I mean? Hey, you know what? Congrats to the finish because honestly, like this, that's what you want to see in yeah. boxing, especially because yeah. you, you want to see rare. like the top of the top, uh, like goat versus goat, or right. who's gonna yeah, be the goat, right? Who the, who you want to see who's is. gonna finish. You don't you don't want to see it to go to decision, right? You no. don't you don't wanna, you don't want to see like it like maybe dragged on for a couple other fights, right? So yeah. Fucking hats off Terrence Crawford, man. Yeah, great nice, job, man. Terrence Crawford. And then, oh, I just saw the clip. I forgot Derek Lewis took his pants off. My bones was hot. Dude, this was such a fun night. Oh, yeah. I can't <laughs> believe that it took so long to do this. Uh, it's just like uh, it's like we were made to do this. Boys. It was fun, man. I, I, I really enjoy being here at Lexus, man. Any you other know, like, uh, fight? topic talks we should uh i, I just i'm, well, I'm kind of like there's like i'm, I'm there, racking my brain but i'm like i'm kind of fight 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 out it there is like, um what is it year. um the the sean strickland israel Asanya, oh, like yeah. the, that's off yeah that, or technically it's off uh, technically off. um they haven't sean strickland's asking for my money right um i think that that's that's very reasonable well, sure, but UFC is not very resp- uh, responsive to giving people more money when yeah. they ask for it. You know, I, I think like you know, in his case, I think I think it's just justifiable. You know, oh sure. It, like say, I think it's justifiable. Let's, anytime let's anybody bring it back has to Engano, right? So if you talk about Engano, Engano fought, fought, but he doesn't fight that much, right? Right. Um, when's the last time we've seen Sean Strickland fight? Before this, he fought. Uh, Jared Cannonier, he fought. Uh, who else? Alex Pajeda. Yeah, like within like months, fifteen months. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So like, yeah, there, there's there's some negotiation rooms. So like, right, and it's something that I feel like he's owed, if not just for fighting for the title and yeah. should get more money for fighting for a title, but also what he's done for the UFC, stepping up like that on and fighting these guys who were just yeah. like, yeah, when you're a company man, you should get company, going out and just volunteering rewards. to so, get starched by Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not an easy thing to do. <laughs> Although like, honestly, like with Sean Strickland, like he, he did go to my buddy's gym and like fucking knock out somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like really in really bad fashion. And I was like, fuck that guy. But like, right. Yes. Like do y- y- you're doing what you should be doing. Like, right. I'm going to back you up on that, even though I don't like you or whatever. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and I think you're a good fighter, but, you know, he had every right to do that. So, like, hats off to Sean Strickland. UFC, make your move, like, because... Right. Like, I mean... We all want that fight. Like, Yeah. And I think, like... There's no reason not to. They should try to make every fight for anybody who is up in the rankings who hasn't fought Izzy yet, mm-hmm. should, and they're on a winning streak, should be able to... He has a very good chance of beating him. You know what I mean? Like that could be very. But it's and also too is just like redundancy. Like we've seen all these weight classes with you know dominant champions, but they're full of rematches and shit. You know what yeah. I mean? It's the same guys fighting over and over again. So it's like at, at this point in middleweight, Alex Pajeda moved up to light heavyweight. So now let's just line up everybody in the top ten who hasn't fought Izzy yet, yeah, and let him fight him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like let's just line him up and see. And if he can take them all out, then yeah, he, okay, you're the greatest middleweight, possibly the greatest UFC guy of all time. Yeah, yeah. If you can take out the entire top fifteen of your yeah, weight class, for sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. and I think he does. He can do it. But is the UFC going to make these fights? Because obviously they're all about numbers. So once you get up above 
number five, then you're talking about not getting very big pay per view numbers. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. Right. It's all a business thing. Yeah, he's still ranked number six. Yeah, I, th- I think they're still pulling that. Yeah, that I mean, Sean but Strickland. I think Sean Strickland it. has numbers. Like the way his his antics, his, his right, right. Whether it's people who want to see him get knocked out or people yeah. that want to see him win, he's bringing numbers like either that. way. Like try that in a small town. Like <laughs> who's that dude? Who's that dude? They should fight in a small town. Oh, yeah, shit. should Sorry. fight in a small town for sure. Don't kick your camera, yeah, Joey. Sorry, dude. It's okay. It's late. I'll <laughs> forgive you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about fights. Mm. Um, let's move on to uh, let's see. Uh, let's move into some hockey. I've got some little hockey things here, Joseph. I got something I want to say. What do you got? Senators signed former Ranger Vladimir Tarasenko. That was on my list. That was an interesting pickup, you know? I mean, not interesting because he's a great player. Well, we've been anticipating him getting moved at any moment. Um, And there's a lot of, obviously, there's a lot of, there was a lot of teams on the list of people vying for his services because he's a great player. I think what interests me the most was the uh, contract, dude. Five mil for one year. I know it's because he's definitely like a ten mil. Well, and, and, and but see, so you got to look at from Ottawa's side. They've still got you know they've got Brady Kachuk, right? They just got rid of uh, DeBrinket, mm-hmm. who's in uh, Detroit now. Yeah. So it's like obvious if they're thinking that they're going to be in the mix, they right. had to sign some more offensive pressure. You know what I mean? Right. So obviously. Good on them. They yeah, they won the sure. raffle or whatever. But it's odd to me from like a Tarasenko move, especially since it's a maybe. But that's why it's a one year contract, right? He's like, like, yeah. If you guys suck I'll ass, I'm going somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Because the Ottawa they suck. Like, it, yeah, and he's got he has out of his in his career he has six times where he scored over thirty goals in a season. So oh no, that he's I mean, he's, he's, he's going to put up numbers for these guys. He's top and, five uh, NHL player. He yeah. is top five NHL player. I mean, top ten, top ten. Yeah. I Tarasenko top I mean, fifteen. Thirty goal string thirty five at the most. No, thirty <laughs> stringing together thirty goal seasons like that is no that's not by accident, you know yeah. what I mean? So but I just don't think I mean, and do people really think Ottawa's a, a contender? You know what I mean? No, like, but I think, but you know, like he's, they're making moves now, you know, and Yeah, um, but why would Tara I'm talking from Tarasenko's side, why would he go there? Like is it just because he's like, well, fuck it, they're going to give me the most money for one year, and then I can go to a contender after that? That is interesting because he probably could have went to a lower production. He could have went. He could have taken less money and went to somewhere that was going to possibly win a Stanley Cup. You know what I mean? I just don't. But think... I mean, he's won it a couple of times with, uh, or not a couple, but he's won it with uh, the Blues already. I mean, does he really need to? Yeah, but cup's a cup, bro. Like if you're, I mean, I would chase money. That's but that's what I'm saying. Do you think that's what it is? Did they just flat out offered him more for one year of services than anybody else? I don't know, else? man. I don't know. That's interesting. I guess we should talk to sports biz about this because, like, you know, you know that there's more people grabbing at him. Oh yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. And so anybody, to, to anybody for a, for a five milli for one year. Anybody who is a cup me. contender or anybody who was like a couple pieces away from being a cup contender was trying to get their hands on Tarasenko. Yeah, right. Because he's one of those guys where you just add him to a team that was already right there, mm-hmm. and that kind of puts you over. You know what I mean? Yeah. But going to Ottawa is just such. It, this must have just been money. I guess so. Yeah. Because you I think Vladimir point, yeah. Tarasenko sitting at home going like, I got every team Ottawa. wants to sign me. <laughs> But I, Ottawa's where I'm going. If you don't know, uh, Alexis, Ottawa is... Oh, no, uh, I know I know. Ottawa centers is, are terrible. And they're on my shit list right now because they there was a chance that they were going to be bought by Snoop Dogg and they were this offseason, no. and they weren't. They didn't I, choose Snoop Dogg. I know, like, I know as much with, like, hockey, like, the Kraken. Mm-hmm. 
and Senators are like bottom tier. Kraken were good this year. Oh, they were. They Kraken. were. They were. Well, they, well, they they were not good in their inaugural season. My but, my but betting the, thing. They lost their they lost their goalie and they really fucking took a dive. So like so, around twenty twenty one. Uh huh. Like that's when they were like fucking laughing. So stock. so here's the thing. Um, Vegas kind of set the bar for people. I mean for expansion teams, teams for expansion teams because when they came in. A shit ton of class players. Yeah, we're on a free, you know, we're on a free agency. Well, so they had their pick of the litter of amazing people who were captains, alternates. Yeah, like basically. Stuff, like, so what they do, they they change when Las Vegas became a team. So Las Vegas and and Seattle, the Kraken, are both the two newest teams, mm-hmm. right? Vegas comes in six years ago. They changed the rules of the expansion draft. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. which gave them the opportunity. Uh, to get much to be competitive much faster than former yeah. expansion mm-hmm. teams, yeah. i.e., uh, the Atlanta Thrashers, <laughs> i.e., other teams that aren't around anymore. Um, so within six years, Vegas wins a cup, right? Mm-hmm. Within two years, the Kraken almost make it to the conference finals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and Vegas has been a contender since their inaug season, though. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. So, but that's what I'm saying. Is like Tarasenko, if there was any thought in his head of winning a cup, yeah, he'd have been better fit in, in, on the Kraken. Yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean? Not, but yeah. if they're not throwing a contract his way, why? Would no, he go I, there, I get, you know? I get so, that. But so, you know, I mean, that's that, it's all money. It's probably. just it, like it just really didn't make sense to me, you know. Yeah. So like because if he. He he's definitely not worth like he's worth way more than five million. You know what I mean? Okay. When you're so, not from Ottawa, who the fuck wants to play in Ottawa? Exactly. So <laughs> like, that's, yeah, that's, that's his whole thing. Like he's probably he's probably like taking the short contract so he can move just, around a lot. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'll t- they're giving me five mil. Everybody offered me three mil a year. Yeah. They're giving me five for one, and I can move next year if I want to. Yeah. So to, yeah. so like to just to touch on what we were talking about earlier though, like Vegas. Set set the bar right for yeah. dog seasons. Oh, I I, and then I knew now, about like, Vegas being like a and Seattle was was trash stuff. when they yeah. first came back out. I mean, they were they were not very good, but um, they definitely stepped it up this year, dude. And like, they were I think they made it to what the second second they, round. They're taking out in the second round of playoffs, so they were looking they were looking pretty good. For yeah. um, moving to the East Coast, um, one of my favorite teams to just think about being bad, and that's the Boston Bruins. Oh yeah, I love to think about them being bad. And they lost, like, I want to like, yeah, I got a little infographic here and this is the team who won last season. The Boston Bruins won more games than any team in dude, NHL they won history. Me some money. Like over 60 games. They won yeah. over 60 oh, games. Yeah, they set sure. a record for most games won in a season. Um, obviously choked in the playoffs, they, but they got, they got uh, knocked out of the playoffs first round by a team who was not supposed to be there. Yeah. Who made the playoffs on the last day of the season. Um, but oh, so yeah. it was a big disappointment, right? Ending mm-hmm. that season. You want to know what's a bigger disappointment? Losing. Going into your next season, knowing that you don't have Patrice Bergeron, Tyler Bertuzzi, Orloff, Taylor Hall, Felino, or Hathaway. They lost like the main core of their entire Shit. team in the offseason. If that doesn't show you like we this was an all or nothing season for yeah. them and it should have paid off like it did in the in regular season terms. Yeah. You know what I mean, but Boston's gonna be crying hard, and I love it. Do you think uh, I love anytime Boston is down bad? Now you got the Patriots, and they suck. You got the Bruins, and they're gonna suck. <laughs> you know, the Red Sox suck. The Celtics, like they don't suck. The Cubs, right? The but Cubs, Boston, no, it's Chicago. Wow, we're a sports show, oh ladies and gentlemen. God, I'm, it's been a long night. We're a gentlemen. sports show, and the Cubs are now in, in Boston. Boston. No, no uh, uh, yeah, but but I I'm, I agree with you. Cubs suck. Because I do, I do watch baseball. Um, so. No, but do you think uh, Bergeron, 
because people were kind of talking about that when they lost, right? At the how emotional he was during during the during that. Well, because he knew he was going to retire. So, yeah. Anyways, so that's my question: is do you think uh, everyone else knew? You know, as, as in like the Bruins organization, because they made these moves of getting oh, these players out of there before he even. Announced I mean, that he was I think retiring. it's a thought. Anytime you got a guy that's in at a certain age yeah. and at a certain amount of money already, you know. Can you imagine he turned it in and his and, and the general manager's just like. Fuck! Yeah. Oh. Why do we trade all these guys, dude? Yeah. There, there, there's no stipulations like for like like in football, like the worst team in the league gets first draft pick or whatever. So in hockey, they do a lottery like basketball, where the okay. bottom 15, 16 yes. yeah. oh, okay, are in like a raffle, and then there's certain teams that are eligible for pick number one. There's certain teams that are eligible for pick. So it's like basically like a lottery ball situation. That's too much of a yeah, gamble, it's 16 man. Sixteen because there's thirty two teams. Yeah. Why would you yeah. do that? Yeah, so the bottom half go into a raffle, and the worst teams basically have like more balls in the yeah yeah. That's why raffle. that's why a lot of people thought that the sharks were tanking this year so that we could get worse right. So that and that's can... why it brings up the conspiracy theories of that like this year we had Connor Bedard he was like a generational yeah, yeah. pick you know and there was teams like Anaheim and San Jose and Arizona teams that like we thought that were real we bad. Really and it was like, player, damn you know? dude, it's going to go to one of these teams finally. And then, yeah. Oh no, Chicago Sh- gets fucking him. Chicago. And yeah. it's like, I wouldn't put it past Gary Bettman. Just dumped a few extra Chicago balls in the, yeah. in the mix, you know? Yeah. That's still too much. Um, of, that's still too much of a gamble. But, but shout out to I Boston play for that game. Yeah, shout like out that. to Boston. Shout out to Pre- Patrice Bergeron for an amazing career. Yeah. Um, like low key go, high key go, uh, Patrice Patrice Bergeron? I mean, a Boston goat for sure. Um, no, fuck him. Yeah, he's, he's a Bruin. <laughs> um, but with him retiring, uh-huh. um, here's an interesting little stat. There are now only three active players in the league who have been there since before the 04 05 lockout. lockout. Wow. And those players are Eric Stahl, Mark nice. Andre Fleury. And Brent Burns. Hey, shout out, dude. Isn't it crazy to think Brent Burns has been playing Longer in the NHL since freaking 2004? That's crazy. That's so crazy. Makes man. me feel so old, dude. Wait, is Jumbo not a part of the active roster? Or Jumbo retired. He's done. Is he really? Yeah. Jumbo's, Jumbo's retired. On my uh, on my uh, NA- EA NHL dynasty, I just hired him as my head coach. <laughs> dude, you even have the little coach. You know who my assistant coach is? Huh. Ryan Getzlaff. Shut up. Yeah, I've been hiring off. That's what's cool about the, the, the new update in the franchise thing is yeah. when players retire, uh-huh. some of them become coaches in the, in the game. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's pretty tight, dude. So Nice. <laughs> we should just start a podcast where I just talk about my video game sports. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, we took it real deep to the Seattle Kraken. Um, I got, I got yeah. some quickies. Oh, and we're not oh, to the quickies it. yet, Joey. Oh. It's not your turn yet. We got to talk about football. We got to talk about the football. running backs. This is football. Okay, well, it's not your turn yet. Football. I haven't said quickies yet. Sorry, it's you sitting know. on the couch and you forget dude, how the show works. You're embarrassing me in front of Alexis. Okay, dude. so so do you guys like? Okay, so like, last year was my first year of like betting on football. Uh huh. Like I explained to you, right. I had a lot of success in the preseason, mm-hmm. but then when the actual season came out, fucking tank everything well that's because like the beginning of the football season is just like a crapshoot because there's going to be real quick injuries because yeah. it's going to you know bodies are frozen and then they go out there and do these quick football moves and, yeah. and knees explode and quads explode and hamstrings explode real quick does, does everybody like does everybody like 
play their hardest in preseason to like no so are, are we doing like preseason are we doing like, football is nobody most until the last game of preseason yeah you're not seeing anybody that's really going to be on the active oh roster. okay you're seeing mostly guys who are going to be backups bench okay and then uh so first game you ain't seeing no starters second game you'll see starters for a quarter third okay. game you'll see starters for a half fourth okay. game you'll see starters for three quarters Things like that, right? So preseason has no bearing on what the season's going to look like okay. for any individual team because it's all who's going to be our backups, basically, who's going to make the roster. And so then you get these guys, these starters who haven't yeah. played a lot throughout the preseason, and they that's why you get teams whose makeup like going into the season, oh, shit, the Giants are going to be the shit. Saquon signed a new contract. They're going to do it. But then game two, Saquon blows his fucking – hamstring out and he's out for the season yeah. changes the whole complexion of that team like football is one of those games where one guy can change you know losing one player can okay. change your whole thing because there's certain guys on certain teams where another team's defense is completely built around containing that one guy okay, okay. so if you take that person out of the mix it changes the whole dynamic of everything right that, that makes a lot of sense because i, I was just looking at like numbers like you have right. to look at numbers and then what's actually happening so like yeah like football betting is like real scary until like week five or six when yeah you've got the freak injuries out you've yeah, got yeah. teams that are winning you got the fluke teams that are gonna suck but they won three three games in a row yeah. holy shit yeah holy shit the browns are undefeated they're three and oh yeah. fast forward and they're you know in fucking nine and eight or where they belong because yeah. i remember like the jets went on a tear like preseason right. it oh yeah it happened dude. preseason i was like oh like fucking jets 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 but and all in the stuff. football rank, taking yeah. their plus money and all that stuff and then just know that the jets means toilet we've yeah. been oh oh yeah like I, we've had uh I, I figured that out really quick yeah. we've had tons <laughs> of uh running back drama over the last couple weeks because it's it's a it's a position that's going in a real transitional phase because Joey and I talked about this a little bit last week. I think we did. And yeah. it's like the running backs, they're not getting contracts, right? Because yeah. like owners are like, okay, it's like the shortest lifespan position because you get hit every play, whether you're blocking, whether you're running, you get fucking smashed every play, right? So it, short lifespan, it's an explosive position. So those players' joints tend to go out faster yeah, yeah. because there's all explosive movements and things like that. So like teams are starting to get to where – the way the contracts work is your rookie contract's usually three years, right? So you show out your job as a rookie for that three years is to show out as much as you can. So when you get to sign that first contract, you know, non-rookie contract, you yeah. get the big bucks. But now, after three years, the the average running back lifespan is four years. Yeah, so so they, teams are like, fuck that. We'll just get three running backs, have one that catches, one that runs, and one that blocks, and we'll pay them all. Then their all three salaries won't add up to one Saquon one, Barkley yeah. or one oh. Josh Jacobs, right? So it's a completely yeah. financial decision, and basically you've got literally some of the best football players ever. Yeah, Derrick Henry. You've got these guys. You know, generational running back Derrick Henry is a fucking free agent right now, and we're <laughs> a few weeks out from the season because he's going to have to get paid a lot of money. But nobody, even no, though he's a yeah. great running back, it's like maybe this is the year you take you right. take a shit, right? And then we give yeah. you. Fucking twenty million dollars? Like mm -hmm. no. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe this is good for for like um, 
up and coming people, right? Well, that's you, get, you get more niche. Like, so that's what happened. Back kind of runs. Yeah, kind of last year. That's yeah. what happened is that teams were starting to play off of that. This guy's our catching running back. This guy's our this. You know, having different backs for different play sets rather than having this one outstanding superstar that can do it all, right? Yeah. Because then if you're everything's riding on that guy, he gets injured. You're fucked, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah At yeah. least if you're running that whole three running back scheme. Even though they're all specialized for have, certain situations, if right? one gets injured, yeah. you can you, you still got two guys that can and fill. It. And all three of their salaries is probably not going to make up for that one person. Hundred percent, so you can spend extra so, on quarterbacks. Well, right now, right now, receiver. it won't make up that that the, way, but right, later on, it will. The la- the so last week, um, the running backs had like this, like a bunch of NFL running backs had like this Zoom call. They had like a meeting, you know, like a summer We're meeting. We're just not going to do it. And literally, like hours after the meeting, Saquon Barkley signed a fucking deal. <laughs> and the thing was is, so in football, they have a thing called franchise tag yeah. where it kind of defers a contract negotiation with somebody who wants more money. But what it is is I think the franchise tag amount is based on, I want to say like the – the, the average of that position salary, mm. right? So this year the franchise tag is like 10 million or, you know, somewhere at 10 point something. right. So say using Saquon Barkley in his example, rather he, he didn't want to take the franchise tag. Didn't want that 10 million. He wanted a new contract, right? They, this whole hullabaloo starts. All the running backs are striking. Guys are leaving camp, not showing up to camp. Saquon Barkley signs a fucking contract for one year, $11.1 million is what he ended up signing. Hmm. So he only, for $1 million. Yeah. Which, trust me, if anyone wanted to give me an extra million, I'd take it. But I'm saying in the place where you're fighting for, you know, a week ago you were out there fighting for your this, this whole position. It was bigger than you. It was how the running backs are. Viewed in football contracts, and then you go out and just sign one for just a million more. Yeah, like, but I mean, what are you gonna? Maybe he's looking at it and saying, "Okay, no one else is gonna I, pay me the money." I know? I totally so understand like, that. So it's like, but eat, why go out so there and like make eat. a big deal out of it and have this summit meeting and because make all he was these hoping that it would make change, right? I maybe, mean, initially, that's what I would assume is like, hey, if we all band together as if they're a union, right? right. We're gonna band together. Which is funny because they do have a union, but I'm <laughs> it's just called the NFL Players Association. But he, okay, but but he just like oh, we're try to make something better and he's like fuck it it's not gonna get well better. i've heard some ideas he, of he like, was the first one to jump ship of like right? make the running back like it, yeah. make the running back contract a uh, rookie contract one year rather than three so it gives them an opportunity to come out and have a good year and then sign you know mm-hmm. it because like i said the average lifespan if it's the same amount as a rookie contract why would anybody sign so so if you're paying somebody five million for three years or whatever the rookie contract is on that fourth year why are you going to give them 20 just go play arena football. <laughs> XFL? Hot takes from Get Joey out of the on show. the Sports Get channel. out of the show if you can't deal with it. That's all the football talk you we got. You can't take all the right. heat. Get it's out time. of the kitchen. It's time for Joey's quickies. What kind of quickies oh, you got? You, can I go now? Yeah, I said yeah, it. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I said, I said it was time now. Um, Your boy Travis Kelsey. I love him. Throwing hands at practice, dude. With who? Jack Cochran. Okay. Backup team? linebacker. Yeah. Threw a left hand... Threw a left-handed punch. Why love wasn't it. that on you? Backup linebacker Whoa. Jack Cochran in Saturday's practice. Oh, I love football fights. It happens all the time. Yeah. And earlier, but it's his own teammate. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. In, in practice. His, uh, at, at a day earlier, he got into a shoving match with backup cornerback 
DiCaprio Boodle. So this is, you know, okay, salacious, whatever. But this but is very... The, is he the captain? But this is very common in football, all right? Because in practice, who are you practicing against? Your own team. Your okay. own defense, right? So he's an, he's a tight end. He blocks. He makes... He's the most best catching tight end of all time, whatever. Yards after catch, master. I bet that ends tight, mm-hmm. boy. So you're in practice. Things are getting heated. Mm-hmm. Somebody gives you a little chop block. Somebody throws you to, you know, somebody does something. You got to box them up a little bit. It's all right, Kels. Not but, when you're but, the captain. But, hey, yeah, like, you got to show them what's up. You got to lead by example. Sock that fool. He even whoa, said whoa. himself he needs to lead by example, dude. Lead you know? with that right, dude. But He threw a left. But it's other dude doing like. That was his mistake. Doing like what could possibly happen in the play. Mm. What do you mean? The other dude doing what could possibly happen in the play. Wait, say I'm totally confused at what you're. Yeah, doing. like, why is he getting heated? Heated, like. Oh well, so it's like they're doing reps, right? So yeah, football yeah. practices, they're just doing the same play over and over and over again against yeah, yeah, each yeah. other, and you just frustrations get heavy. They got oh. helmets on. Who oh, cares so, about so, punching? So no one, so no one's like fucking, well, honestly, fucking going to the game plan. And all you stuff. know, you know what the thing and is, like, dude, he's is, like whipping someone. Into no, shape. no, it's he's all, he's punching the guy who's. Who's defending him? Oh, you know, oh, right. So it's a cornerback, like, like it's what a I said, like yeah. So he's so going like, out there, he's running his routes. These defender, guys are holding. They're defender is doing something that could possibly happen in the game, and he's getting just mad getting about frustrated. It. Okay, yeah. yeah, no, it could be something as simple as like he can't. He's not making his play three times in a row, and he don't besmirch you know, Kelsey on. This I mean, podcast, I'm just so. saying, dude. If you're gonna be, you know, but what was, type he, of a leader? Don't you gotta? That's that's the whole point of practice, right? Well, here's my problem. Everyone was getting mad at Tom Brady when he was throwing footballs at people. Because Use your they hands, Tom. Because, because Loser. they didn't like it. Now all of a sudden it's okay because Travis Kelsey is throwing hands. Well, at throwing a football at somebody's just rude. <laughs> it's better to punch him in the face. Yeah, dude, I'm telling like, you. Like, hey, get your what shit, else you got? Get your shit strong Shall enough, we? right? So you can fucking execute your fucking game plan, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Isn't that what practice is for? It yeah. is. Yeah, it is. It is. But you know, people I, get mad. I'm I, just saying. I, I don't think these guys. Not all of them come from a, a well life that was led, right? Some of them come from. Less than desirable mm-hmm. lives. So I don't know. I, I beat myself up regularly, um, so like, uh, I was, do. I do agree some point, but then I think like that's why you do practice. No, in my in my in, <laughs> you know in my I mean? opinion, right? If you're a leader of a team, you shouldn't be throwing hands with your own people. You know, and, you know. I'm just I'm just saying. When I was the leader of the okay. Lucy Goosey, I, I you know what? When I was the leader of the Lucy Goosey, that which was never, <laughs> was never. When I was the leader of the fiercely dope. All right, I didn't. Yeah, you can take that mantle. Right. You can take that mantle. Um, this one was just quick, just quick. Uh-huh. Um, OnlyFans model goes viral after finding out her father spent six thousand dollars on customs. <sighs> That's heavy. I don't know how you recover from that. That's rough, bud. Right? Like, do you? Are you? Proud? you are you happy that your father? Your did that? dad has spent six thousand dollars to see your butthole. And see you put stuff in it, because I gotta think if there's a if she's making six grand on 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 customs, she's doing some. Can it be a some, stepdad? Can it be? A step is it dad? a stepdad? That's it just important. Said dad. It just said dad. Clickbait. <laughs> um, this one was from uh, Global News podcast. Okay. I, I didn't go into it. Okay. Hollywood actor Kevin Spacey cleared of all sex assault. Oh, yeah, I saw that earlier. Shout out to my boy Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Every time I watch uh, Horrible Bosses, like, every time confused. you watch K Pax. No, I just you know he's like, such a great actor, dude. And it's is, like it's yeah. hard to it's hard you know yeah. <laughs> it's hard to get young it's hard. it's hard to get young boy tail out there without getting accused of sexual assault. <laughs> yep. Sure. Um, let's go. Let's get into our shout out. Our shout out today goes out to Hugh the Manatee. 
He's at the uh, Manatee Sanctuary in, in uh, I want to say, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Mm-hmm. Hugh the Manatee dies after high-intensity sex with brother. Whoa. Wow. So shout out, Hugh. That must have been amazing. Died doing what you love, banging your brother. <laughs> and that's the show. And that's the show. Uh, everybody, we love you. Thanks for the support, and uh, we'll see I you next week. You guys.